a Podcast One production. Hi, I'm Nat Kringudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdale. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better. In this episode of The Wellness Collective, we talk about the lockdown and how Melbourne's not really designed very well for lockdown, things that we're doing to help make lockdown better. We talk about communicating through physicality, what we've been reading and watching to make ourselves feel good and stay sane, online shopping, our experiences and so much more. We hope you enjoy this episode of The Wellness Collective. Oh, Natalie Kringudis, how are you? Cecilia. Cheers. It's Friday. We never record on a Friday. <laughs> we don't. Never. No. We also have wine. We have wine. And this could be very bad. It's very like our 100th episode. We did have a little bit of wine. Oh, yeah, in fact, yeah. I did have a friend of mine say, how much wine did you have? <laughs> Not enough. I was just excited. We actually didn't even drink no, much. We, we had didn't. one glass each, if that, and we finished it afterwards. Mm-hmm. But whereas today's a bit different because it's a bit excited. <laughs> Full disclosure. Okay. We have not talked about the pandemic pretty much at all during the Wellness Collective and we're not going to talk about it today other than to say that it's just made our lives a bit (laughs) woo-woo. Let's just say that. Well, I think we're particularly feeling, you read something really poignant out before that was a little bit like Melbourne is not equipped for this in winter. Mm, No. Well, it's, there's, you know, it's very ho-hum. The thing is, I mean, wherever you're listening, you might have visited Melbourne. Melbourne is a special, special place. It's cold in winter and hot in summer. It's got the full gamut of experiences. But you know what we do well? We do hospitality well. We do do sport well. We do festivals well. Every week in Melbourne there's a festival on. This week, this year there's nothing. And so it's a really big emotional thing, I think, that we're all experiencing across the world. But because in Melbourne we have been locked down again while we're recording this, except we're in person, it's so nice to be in. I know, we're very excited. (laughs) We're very lucky. (laughs) But it's a strange headspace to be in. And so today we wanted to get together and just talk about things that have been making us happy. And usually we have done one of these before. What have you seen? Where have you been? Well, we haven't been anywhere. So. <laughs> okay. So, um, right. So being in a house with your family 24-7 is not the way humans are meant to be. What have you been doing to stay sane, Natalie Kringudis? Oh, so I have to say I – everyone is saying that last time was – this time's worse than last time. Yeah. True. I'm finding it That's challenging. What the, yes. I find this time so much better than last time. <laughs> because I tell you what I did at the minute, the very minute that Dan Andrews mm. announced the lockdown. Yes. This is the Premier of Victoria in case you I didn't even let the rest of the sentences come out of his mouth. <laughs> Do you know what I did? What? I did three things. Yes. <laughs> I got on the phone immediately and booked a bikini wax. Great. <laughs> that was the first thing oh, you I bought did. bought a bike. I bought a bike for my daughter because mm-hmm. her bike was so tiny. She looked like you know, she <laughs> like a like clown. She was from the circus. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not good. And I got a spin, hired a spin bike. Oh yeah, I remember you saying because this to me. Because the first lockdown, it, there was a little bit of something around it being a novelty kind of. It was like, ooh, this yeah. is uncharted territories, yeah, and was- and we all adapted in various ways. Well, it was kind of nice to be forced to slow down. 
Right. And so, but the weather was better. And so I was doing yeah. a little bit more activity outside. True. And then I decided in my tiny mind that it was a good idea to take the novelty and run with it to go, do you know, I'm just not going to exercise no. and I'm just going to eat my way through this. Yeah. And by the end of it, I mm. felt disgusting. And so mm. in my mind, that was very fresh in my mind when this announcement happened and I immediately thought, right, I'd, I'd, it had been three weeks, I'd been back exercising, yep. I'd gotten everything back on track, the kids, you know, all of that. Actually, we dealt with chicken pox in the mix of that, but anyway, um, <laughs> that was too. great. Yeah, Calamine But the point is, I really felt like I learnt my lesson the first time around. Yep. What did I need to do this time to put my mind in a in a state where I could actually handle this? Because I really crawled across the finish line yeah. last time. Like I really struggled, like really struggled. I think though you've hit the nail on the head when it comes to the connection between your mental health and your physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed recently that you're right, It's when it's cold, you're not inspired to get out of the house. It's just, you know, you get up in the morning and it's foggy. Right. And where we live, we're very, very, very lucky. We are on top of a hill and it looks out over a valley, so it's beautiful. Sounds horrible. It's terrible, <laughs> terrible place to be stuck. But, you know, even so, you look out and you go, it's beautiful, but it's cold, it's two degrees. I do not want to get out there in my woolies and go for a walk. But when you do go outside and you get the blood pumping and you, you know, smell the fresh air and you get the eucalypt smell in your nose and all of that stuff, your mental health improves and your physical health improves. It's just, it's a, such a no-brainer. Yeah, like I you know, say, you know, is. you get on that bike and pedal, pedal, pedal. Right, right. You feel a million times better. Absolutely. So I did, yes, I did very quickly spring into action to yeah, do what I needed to do to make this time better. <laughs> But I have to say, I've, I've taken it to the next level. I just love that you did the wax. Is it, is that it, I was and, not doing again. No. And you know what? I've had this conversation mm. and, you know, in the spirit of transparency, I don't really care. Um, but it was so uncomfortable last time. Like I <laughs> can't long. even tell you that I actually thought I had something wrong with me. Oh. Yes, it was. And it did my head in because it was uncomfortable. So I think there was a few factors. Yeah. It was Extremely overgrown because by the time we got into lockdown, <laughs> I, was, I was due already yeah, for that okay. type of maintenance in my mm-hmm. life. Yep. Secondly, we started riding bikes and I've never done that before. So I wonder if there was a bit of friction or oh. something that was actually... You've never done that before? Um, I have ridden... No, I've not had a bike for years. Wow. I've, I do spin classes, yeah, but no, it's no. not the same. No, it's not right. the same. No. Um, so I think so that maybe the combination. There's friction going on. <laughs> right there's a thing. And, and, but I, honestly, it, it got to the point where I was really stressed about it because it was so uncomfortable and you can't really escape it. It's there all the time. Yeah, okay. And so that was truly something I did. I'm so grateful that I did that. I can't even tell you. <laughs> Is it going to be your next book? Maybe we could do a podcast on pubic friction. Oh, okay. Yep. Righto. A few people are saying, um, yeah, they were commenting on the weather, particularly in Melbourne, too, and yes. how it's actually been quite mm, nice, actually. Mm. We've been very lucky. But I think, yeah, I do think it's actually about being prepared. What I was also going to say, the other thing that I've done is I've had mm. help with schooling the children. Oh, my God. You just told me this before we right. started recording. And that. You are. Amazing There's to no think of this tension at home because I have to be really honest. Yeah, I started to think my children were little turds towards <laughs> the end of the holidays. I was like, "Where is the nice child that I have raised gone? Yeah, you are no longer 
existent in this body form. It's because they're living in one room, like one of those crazy movies, science fiction. Well, because, like. <laughs> because the weather wasn't great over yeah. the holidays. Yep. There was a lot of rainy days. So they were sitting inside on their devices. They've already been on their devices because of homeschooling more than ever, which seemed to set a new precedence yes, of what's acceptable yes. of screen time. Yep. And the kids were communicating on games. Mm-hmm. So it was their one connection to other people yep. where they were talking. And I actually quite like th- that aspect of it. And it's very difficult if uh, back in my day, mm-hmm. you know, when you used to get the home phone and you dial it up yes. and ring your friends, yes. you were just talking. Whereas right. now well, they're kids, screaming. They, they, well, they, and they don't feel like they can communicate unless they're playing something. Right. Like they can't just sit there and have a chat. Well, what's funny is I have to say though, mm. so... Yes, so there's this screen time element, there's this uh, attitude that they suddenly developed and I felt like at least when they go to school, yeah, I know they're nice humans when they go to school to other people, right? <laughs> so I had this peace of mind that when you're at school and there's other people, you're nice. Yeah. So you know you haven't forgotten you're, you're how to be nice. You're not another person, you're their mum. Correct, whereas that wasn't happening. There wasn't to school, be nice, come home, be however you are to your parents. And, mm. you know, we teach them to be nice. Yeah. We're not punching bags. but. No. They, are, they go through and are comfortable at being, you know, having different moods in front of their parents of and that's course. normal. Well, there was none of that. No. So I started to lose faith, faith in the fact that I had raised nice human beings because I just used to, they were just horrible all the time. I think, though, you have to remember, I was talking to, oh, Lucy Lyons, mm-hmm. who we've had mm-hmm. on uh, our podcast. I was talking to her just uh, before we came on air about something else, but we were talking about kids and about how, when they get to a certain age at the moment, there's so much for them to process. It's really, really difficult to make sense of the world mm. because all the normal stuff mm. that they were, they're doing is not available to them. I mean, I know my son, he's 10, and I've really I've been really interested in looking at how the last few months have affected him particularly. A, he's a boy. Now, boys are completely different to us in that they communicate physically. They don't communicate right, yes, verbally. Yes. So there's a lot of rumbling, there's kicking balls, there's throwing things, there's mm-hmm. climbing, there's doing all these physical things and that's how they communicate with each other. And they're not they're not set up to talk over a Zoom chat. No. They're just not. No, it, no. It, doesn't, it doesn't make them happy. In fact, yesterday it was brilliant. He had a, like a Zoom chat with his teacher and three or four kids from school and the teacher is wonderful. She set up a thing. She said to the the three or four boys, I'm just going to sit in the background and listen and Love you it. guys have a chat. But, of course, three or four boys, 10 years old, they didn't chat. They just sat there. <laughs> sat there. So she got back on and she said, right, okay, I want you to go into your house and find something that's blue and fluffy. I want you to go to the bathroom and find your favourite product from the bathroom. I want you to go. And she gave them all these, like, treasure Love hunt it. tasks yes. and it just was hysterical because... They had a purpose. Yes. And they could communicate through that purpose. Right. But before that, they just were Didn't looking at each other going, oh, I don't yes. have anything. I can yes. send you a poo emoji, but I've got <laughs> nothing else to communicate. Um, well, I found that to keep me particularly sane. Yeah. And everyone is happier at home. Yeah. And I'm not stressed about it at all. No. Whereas the first time around, I was actually home learning and treating patients. So I was bringing the kids into the clinic and trying to teach them in between patients. Now, the difference was, granted, I had the space to do that because there was a big decline when we first hit the first time around because no one knew how to navigate it. Yeah. Whereas things are back to normal-ish 
yeah. at work, at least for me. And there's no way I could be doing that now. Yeah. And so there's a bit of surrender in that too, though, because yeah. again, I'm looking at you going, mother of the year, homes are learning your children. Uh, I'm at work, I feel a bit guilty because no. I get to tap out. But that's, you know what I mean? It's like as m- mums. Of course. <laughs> Can I just say though, I felt very bad the first time around when there was a lot of talk about how everything had fallen on like the shoulders of, of mum. My husband has done the bulk of the home parenting and so I feel like I've really uh, avoided <laughs> Which is perfect. hard part. talk to you about, I sent you a message the other day because I was like, I think we need to cover off this and we will do it over the next few weeks. Let me just find it. I don't so, even remember what you're talking about. Uh, no, well, I'll, it will become clear <laughs> in just a moment. So it was a thing that a friend of mine sent, hello to Michelle. She sent me this text message and she said, have you covered off this on your podcast? She's been listening, but she she was like, I saw this and mm. I was like, this would be great. What it was talking about was Sensory overload, the parent edition. Okay, now I think this actually su- applies to um, everybody, but I, it hadn't occurred to me. And I think it's so funny how you have those light bulb moments where you go, oh, yes, that makes sense. So listen to this. Okay, so I can't take a call when all I hear is my kids arguing in the background. I can't unsee the mess in my home. There are toys scattered everywhere and I can't ignore it what's that smell? I can't find the source of it and it's driving me up the wall. I'm having a hard time focusing with all those simultaneous sounds. Everyone wants to be physically close to me and I just need a bit of space. Does that TV have to be so loud? Is it really hot in here or is it just me? I feel so uncomfortable. Sounds like me every day. (laughs) But this is the thing, right? (laughs) I, I think because we are living in a situation where everybody has this heightened level of stress, even if you don't feel stressed, immediately. You know, it's all around you. Yes. And that stuff is so poignant. Absolutely. And I was like, I walk into a room and I'm like, oh, just turn the stuff uh-huh. off. Turn it off. Turn the TV off. Why is the TV on? Ah! You know? So true. It's so true. And what I'm actually seeing happening in the clinic, and I did do an Insta story about this today, mm. are heightened symptoms. So today's theme yeah, was breast okay. pain. So, so many really? patients coming through with complaining of breast pain that wouldn't ordinarily have breast pain. And they're, they're, questioning, going, what's wrong with me? And it's like, well, actually, when we see that clinically, we actually first and foremost look at the emotions. Okay. That's the number one. Breast pain emotions. Wow. So the number one reason in Chinese medicine that we see breast pain is emotional stress. Okay. The second second number one reason. (laughs) (laughs) On a Friday afternoon with a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, The second reason that we see that is... um, left my brain. Oh my goodness, I can't even check. And the third one is nutrition. <laughs> the third one is nutrition. I can't think of the second one. That's, That's okay. really great of me. All Hang right. on. No, is it to do with stress? Hang on. Yeah, no. it is to yeah. do with stress. Um, oh, it's about exactly, like that's exactly what it is. Stress. Stress tenderness. Yeah. No, like, increased stress. Yeah. So emotions first, increased stress second, and thirdly, nutrition. Okay. They're the three things yeah. that we yeah. look at. So here's what we do Logical. though. Right. Yep. But what do we do with our Western brain? We go, I've got breast distension. So we go, how do I treat it? Mm. We'll actually address the emotions, dress the stress, dress the nutrition. But we go, no, no, just treat the symptom. Yeah. But the, the treatment is actually yeah. addressing the reason that it's happening. Of course. But I think I, I, it's a good point. I'm glad you said that because I think that 
everyone's emotions are different to how they were maybe a year ago. Oh, and check in. And and even I was um, talking to someone the other day about this and I was saying how you may not feel stressed, but there are things that are happening in your life that make you go, oh, that's different. You know, we cannot. Or the way you're eating, like I was saying, I think earlier in another podcast that I went through a day and ate, you know, six Savoy biscuits with Vegemite on it. Right. And that was the only thing I ate all day. But I thought I'd had a nutritionally balanced diet, yes. you know. But we underestimate also the collective stress of the world right now. Yeah. So I've been talking yeah. a lot about this. Mm-hmm. And I love the example of Christmas. At Christmas time, there's mm. just a light energy yes. that we can generally feel, I love right? that you said that because people have been celebrating Christmas in July. Right. We've, we've been playing Christmas carols at the clinic. <laughs> and, and it's funny how it makes you go, oh, that's great. Yeah, and we're going to do it this weekend in my household, yes. even though it's not July. Yes. And everyone's excited about yeah. the idea of putting the tinsel on oh, a tree, awesome. whatever tree that is, yes. and getting a little uh, present. I can't be bothered getting the tree out, otherwise that sounds God. appealing. But I have to say, so at Christmas, there's a collective light energy. And even if you've got the worst problems in the world, yeah. you park them for yeah. a, a day or two or three or four, however yeah. many feels right. And Collectively, there's just ease. There's, there's just this sense of ease. Mm. And there's a beautiful thing on Christmas Day where you go, oh, I'm full and yeah. I'm just going to watch a great right. movie and that's fine. Well, we've got the opposite going on right now because collectively <laughs> the world is flipping yeah. out. Mm. And to think that that's not going to impact you, and I'm seeing this with patients, they're saying, but I'm not stressed, I'm, 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 I'm working from home, I'm, you know, I don't feel like mm. I'm stressed but everything else around you yeah. is. So you don't get to tap out of that. That's energetically doesn't make any sense. Mm. So if you are finding that whilst you don't feel stressed but you have wild and wonderful symptoms showing up, chances are... There's something going on. That's right. Hey, um, have you had a chance to do any reading or watching throughout these last few months? I have... That's something else that's really helped me through this is mm. I have a few books that I just keep on audio oh, yeah, repeat. I love that you just, what, audio books? Yeah. And yeah. is it me? Is it me reading it to you? No. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's all right. I don't that's even fine. know that I know what books you've read yet. I didn't think they were out yet. I yeah, thought that like they were 10. like. That's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. All good. I actually did one the other day about mindfulness. Well, you need to pass them on so I know what they oh, are. No, that's fine. You probably wouldn't want to read some of them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're not really your thing. I would want to read them. No, I would listen I, to them. I did do an audio book the other day mm-hmm. about mindfulness and... Would you like to share it with me so I know which one it is? When... It's called The Treasury of Mindfulness by okay. Patty Brosnan. Okay. There you go. Um, but it was, you know, I mean, I've heard a lot about mindfulness mm. through what we've done and what I've read and all the mm-hmm. stuff. But there was a, a wonderful thing in it, actually, um, where he talked about getting in the shower and not getting in the shower with a bunch of people you don't like. And I was like, what? But in your mind, he was saying you wouldn't ask oh, these people into, the, into shower the shower with you, but you're happy to take them into the shower with you in your mind. mind right. And I was like, that's so true, isn't wow, it? Wow, yes. You know, you think about, I, I have those conversations still with people like two o'clock in the morning, like, oh, I should have said this to that person and I should email this person and say, mm-hmm. and you think, would I take them into the shower with me? 
No, let's let it alone. Right. Yeah, but then you shouldn't take them into your subconscious mind before you go to sleep no, either. No, no. But I often don't invite them, but they appear anyway. Right. Mm. But I think it's interesting, sleep and subconscious, and that's the thing I've been exploring a lot so of So interesting. So what what have you? What are your repeat things that you go to? Um, I have a few just more like self-help authors that okay. I, I love yep. and I particularly Keep love. Keep you on track. Um, yeah, it just keeps my mind in a state of where I want it to be and where I operate yep, best yep, from. Yep. So, and I know that if, and I play it in the shower. Actually, that's the first place I play things is the shower. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because, um, you know, you spend either five minutes or 55 minutes in a shower. Mm-hmm. There's no in between for me. It's yeah, like right. you're either in and out or you're in there for a while. 55 minutes. Oh, no, I'm just exaggerating. Yeah, right. But it sounds okay, good. good. Yeah, but if you've got to wash the hair and shave the legs it's and true. do all the things, it's quite a task. So but it's either like a quick business. shower or a really long one. Um. I have taken to just, I just listen to the radio in the shower and often it's the only time I listen to the news because I don't listen to the news otherwise in my house because it freaks my children out. Yes. Oh, my God, Geordie does that. He's like, can we not have this on, please? Mm, Yep. I get that. And I guess it's sensory overload for them then, isn't it? It it completely (laughs) is. Well, I've actually, I love fiction. I cannot go to bed without reading a a fiction book. I can't do. What are you reading at the moment? can't do nonfiction. Well, I'm, I'm in a bit of a void, but I just finished reading a book called Rodham, which is about Hillary Clinton. It's a fiction. Mm-hmm. So there's this this author, her name is uh, Curtis Sittenfeld, I always say it wrong, and a friend of mine bought me one of her books years ago and I it was called American Wife and I looked at it and, at the cover and went, this looks like some like weird soppy love story. I don't really know if this is going to be up my alley. It wasn't. What it was, she writes, and she's, she's written other books as well, but this one and Rodham, what she's done is she takes a, a real person and she sort of recreates their life. Yes. And so the Hillary, I, I actually personally love Hillary Clinton. I think she is extraordinary as a woman. What she has endured, who she is, uh, how clever she is. Curtis Sittenfeld has taken Hillary Clinton and turned her into a fictional character but kept the facts up until a point. So she, so she meets Bill Clinton at university. They go out and then they decide, she decides that, no, he asks her to marry him and she says no, and so their lives divulge. So it's a little bit sliding doors. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. I just loved it, loved it, loved it. And every night I was like, I'm falling asleep. And I, oh. but, <laughs> See, that doesn't happen to me. No? I don't get tired reading. I could read the whole oh, thing. I actually have to stop myself. I brought it for you. <laughs> I just, I, honestly, I would like say I want if you, you to read it. want to read, and it's a bit like The West Wing. I don't know if you ever watched that, but I loved The West Wing too because it was kind of like this utopia of what America and politics could be and, you know, looking after the poor and 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 good health care and all that stuff. Anyway, so that and do you know about normal people? No. Oh, my God. What's normal okay, people? Okay, I will bring the book for you. Oh, it's a book as well. Okay. So there's this book called Normal People. Now, I'm actually late to the party. It came out a couple of years ago. Right. Normal People is now a show on Stan as well. Yes, and I've I'm seen sure is anybody well, writing on the thing? I've, I've watched Have you normal watched people it? on yeah, but Have you only, watched it on stand? Yes, but only not many episodes because there was a whole, there was like three or four new oh, shows that I was really interested in and that's one of Marianne the ones at the same time. Connell. Yes, yes. I know now what you're talking about. Okay, so you've got to read the book. So it's about ah. these two people, Marianne and Connell, they, they meet when they're at school, they have this thing, yet he denies their relationship. So there's this angst, this teenage right. angst. And, and I was actually very cautious about watching the show after reading the book because I love the book. Yes. And, and how's then, the show stack up? Well, my good friend Alyssa said to me, you just have to do it. And I went, okay, all right. 
And I'm so glad she did because, oh. Yes, now I know exactly agony, what you're talking about. Agony, I wonder if anyone else has watched. The agony of the emotions and the male emotions. I've made my mm. husband watch it too, although okay. I'm not sure that he's loved it quite the way oh, I have. I'm like, you know, see, see what's going on yeah. over there? Like, <laughs> that emotion? Um, also Game of Thrones. I watched the last last season of Game of Thrones. Again, late to the party on DVD. Dragons, Jon Snow, the best. Daddy K watched the entire, we've never watched Game of Thrones. Oh, really? He watched the whole thing within three weeks. <laughs> the whole thing? The whole, all of it. Oh, it took him three weeks, but he goodness. was up till like 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. And also I couldn't work out, I was like, Where's all your whiskey gone? Uh, and it's like every night I sit down with a glass grueling. of whiskey and that three weeks later he's made his way through like, he was like, I decided that I would have a glass of whiskey, watch Game of Thrones and I needed to clean up all the like bottles that only had a little bit left in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever works. So the other thing I have, and if you followed me on Instagram at all, you might have seen that I have got into stitching. I mean, I like stitching soft toys just for something to do, but I've been stitching masks because, I know, I'm you know, so it's grateful actually you've useful. made me two masks here today, which I'm very grateful this for. This my one. Well, no one can kind hear of, no one can. Know, It's a bit hard to do a podcast through the so mask. So this is the thing that we're allowed to not wear them because it's really hard to do a podcast That's with a mask. That's right, and we are one and a half metres away from and each other. And you can't, you can't. So there is certain things you can't do with a mask. I've worked that out. No, have a you conversation. Can't, <laughs> you can't do a lot of, yes, you can't have a conversation. But you know what I've been doing? What? I'm creating myself a little video. Good. Of all the things that happen when you're wearing a mask. Yeah. So, you know, you've got your mask on and you make eye contact with someone you're like, is that Jenny? And then Jenny <laughs> looks back at you and is like, is that Nat? Really? But then you're kind of looking at it. Well, I hadn't. So this person that I did see, her name is actually Jenny. Oh, not microwave Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Sure. But, well, I hadn't seen her for a few years. <laughs> and I hope Jenny's not listening because Jenny looked a little bit older. Yeah, we're and so I was like, a few years. Jenny, is that Jenny? And we're looking at each other across the chemist, and I'm looking, and You're she's looking. A... And in the end, what seems to happen is mm. people just don't look at each other because they can't work it out, or it's a bit awkward or weird, or you don't know if someone's smiling or not smiling. And I'm people keep saying, "Oh, you can tell through someone's eyes if they're smiling." You can, but you well, really got to smile extra hard to but make not if that you've happen. Never met them before because you might just think that's the way they look. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so I'm creating. Are you always smiling with your eyes? Do you always squint like that? Yeah, right. So I just find that I'm creating every time that a new yeah. scenario arises yeah. from the mask. Yeah. I just feel myself, and I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna like, I'm gonna. Um, yeah, you're gonna collate them, collate them, yeah, right. and make my own series I of, say of a masks. Really cute thing. Auslan apparently the smile oh. is that. And they were saying okay. you could do that in front of your right. mask. Right. But that's the thing. Like you could do it, the other person doesn't know and they're like. You know what? Like, <laughs> there's some unit. <laughs> it's true. You just gave, so she just, just gave me the bird. But it's so funny. I feel like, you know, and then there's that, it, is she looking this way? Is she angry? Is she happy? I don't really know what's on her face. You know I can't what? really tell. Here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break through this for you. Okay, go. Just give them a wave. I know, but that you could be go, awkward too. You know, just a little. Not but that's fine. And I actually probably I'm the usually not a, the person not on a an walk. aggressive wave. No, 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 no. just a like you've let me into traffic wave. Right, but yeah. you know, I'm normally the person that on a walk you go, oh hi, how are you? Like yeah. if someone's coming the other way. It's just like no one's even doing that oh, because they don't really know. Oh, like yeah. it's all just very protocols are strange. It's all a bit odd. Mm. But I do particularly find it funny when someone is like <laughs> talking and you're like, sorry, what? And they're like. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you're like, hey. Yeah, and then you just end up going, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what you said well, yeah to. I had a friend ring me yesterday and I was walking around the shops or I was walking to the shops and, of course, I was wearing my mask because I'm a good girl. Mm-hmm. And she rang and I just sent her a message and I said, I can't talk to you because I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> I, I can't actually speak through the mask, mm-hmm. so I'll just wait till I get back to the car. Yes, yes. Yeah, I I, I do, um, you know, I know a lot of people are stressed out at the moment and we have avoided, you know, COVID pandemic talk, but the thing is it is our new reality and so I think just acknowledging how strange things are is probably not such a bad thing. And also, we'll look, I do feel like in 18 months' time we're going to look back on this and go, oh, my Goodness, look at the things that happened in 2020. <laughs> look at us, how resilient and amazing and everything we are. Exactly. Because let's put it all into focus. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Speaking of amazing. Yes. We do love a podcast review. <gasps> Please do. I hey, don't think we've got any more. I don't think we do. But so go to Apple Apple Podcasts. Oh, it's not iTunes anymore. But that's the best place to review us. So yes. please go there. And look, look, it literally takes five, 10 seconds out of your life. And what, you know. And the I'm joy sure that it brings us. You can find 10 forever. seconds. Absolutely. <laughs> um, before we go, though, I just want to talk to you quickly about internet shopping. Oh, sorry. I cut you off earlier. No, no, I'm wrapping I'm up fine. the episode. I'm, and I'm you're, happy to talk she about She wants reviews. to keep going. I just saw my notes and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah, right. Let's keep going then. Yes, yes. Do you like internet shopping? So I've done a lot of internet shopping lately. Online shopping. So online shopping. Sound like I'm um, yes, it does. Yeah. I actually love it when it arrives. Like it's like Christmas. Yeah, but it's so hit and miss. Yeah, I mean, you just send it back if you're not happy. I can't be bothered. I have sent something back for the first time this week that was too big. But well, that's why you have people that do it. <laughs> oh, I don't have enough. People. I give it to the people. I'm like, yeah, okay, make I can't that go that back. Out. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't have those people. I do actually. No, I am the opposite of you. I actually don't mind an internet shop. I bought some furniture last night. Oh, that's impressive. Well, what did you get? I bought the kids a new set of drawers because the other one. Yeah. Is this is actually funny? Yeah. So. It was a um, a gift Livy got from my parents was a tall boy. And you know how you can go to Ikea and you can get like the good Ikea and you can get the crap Ikea. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was the good Ikea. So okay. it was like, it wasn't cheap at the time especially. I think it's a bit cheaper now. But you can still actually buy the same oh, yeah. set of drawers. And I almost bought the same ones again. I'm like, oh, that's a bit boring. But funny. Mm. So I sent a couple of screenshots from Ikea to Chris to say, how about this one or how about that one? And he says to me, did we not learn our lesson? Yeah. The first time <laughs> from buying from Ikea that it hasn't lasted. <laughs> I'm like, Chris, the drawers are 13 years old. Oh, I feel like for Ikea yeah. they've done pretty well. And if we got them again, by the time that we were 13 years down again, yeah. she's going to be 25. She'll be fine. Hopefully. <laughs> She'll be using it in her share house and couldn't Correct. care less. So yeah. anyway, I did buy some drawers last night. Um, I bought a, I bought a bed in isolation. Oh yeah, I bought good. a TV cabinet. Yeah. I, bought, I have done a lot, but this is over the last like since March. But that's interesting that you say that. I bought two dinner sets the other day See? because See? I kept looking in the drawer, going, God, "What a hodgepodge of crap we've got to eat off, and we're going to be eating every meal at home for Press, the next correct. whenever." Let's just get every time I nice. need something, I just go, Upgrade "Oh, it. <laughs> yeah, I did a garlic crusher the other night. <laughs> garlic crusher." 
I needed a garlic crusher. This is no so good this every, week. Every day something else arrives at work oh, because I can't go. Good. I mean, I can go and buy it, but I'm not going to go and buy it. So yeah. I have I have to say I have bought quite a few things online. Yeah. Well, I did a, a shop the other day at um, well, Country Road, mm-hmm. had a had a sale thing on mm-hmm. and I bought some kids' clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, my daughter thinks she's the cat that got the cream because she's, she's swanning around the house in all these Country Road summer things because they're, <laughs> they're on sale. <laughs> He loves it. I'm like, that is awesome. Maybe the heater bill is going to be. Actually, can no, we just take it? A... Doesn't he doesn't feel the cold? Oh, wow. I know. So she's got a full summer garb on. So I'm feeling oh very gosh, like bless. I'm in Hawaii or something, bless. just hanging out with her. Yeah, what we can say. I was going to say, I'll take a roof. moment for the bills. That's the yeah. one thing I'm not too uh, excited no. about. Oh, I'm so glad we've talked about this. I know our, our gas bill the other day was about $100 more than it ought to be. But anyway, ours was here we not are. $100 more. Ours was $900. <gasps> it's normally about. I'm like, what in the world is going on? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was $900. They're just boiling the kettle around the clock. I I don't know what's going on. We've checked for leaks, but apparently... No, that's just spending. uh, Right. Well, I'm clearly warm whilst I'm doing my internet shopping, aren't I? Very good. Very good. (laughs) All right. So, yes, thank you for joining us. I hope this episode... I'm sure this episode has left you feeling happier. Healthier. And better. And uh, please rate us and catch us next time on The Wellness Collective. Bye. Bye. 